Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, hey, guess I shouldn't even bother. And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Heimerson. <laughs> and we are back with the uh, final uh piece of our mighty ducks puzzle the brand new disney plus series just premiered uh and it's called the mighty ducks game changers uh yeah it's super interesting to me that they decided to cross this over to westworld where gordon bombay's memory is wiped every single loop and then he's put back into the same storyline <laughs> i can't wait for the robot reveal at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hate hockey <laughs> Again. He's a host. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, well, yeah. This is exciting. Uh, brand new Mighty Ducks content. What well, the last movie was? What ninety six? Right. There oh hasn't been anything god. since then. Uh, so Except for the, the cartoon show, which had nothing to do with anything. Right. Exactly. That that featured actual <laughs> actual alien ducks. So <laughs> uh, I don't think that's canon uh, with the film series, at least. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool that it's back and we're going to be talking about it this week. Um, Elis, where can people reach out to us before we dive in here? Yeah. Let us know where we should go next. Email us sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequel rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. All you need is yourself and five more stars to form a hockey team. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you give them there, we can, you, we'll find you a coach. That's all you need. Oh, that's right. Um, also, in case you're wondering, I know, I know uh, Tyler is recording remotely this week, so you might hear a little bit different audio from him. Uh, just, right. just know that I'm in my childhood bedroom. That's right. <laughs> we are we are totally aware, and uh, it's not like some mess up on our end here. We have been recording remotely this whole time. Yes, but he's remote. He's, he's remote. he's even from further his normal remote. Remote, remote. remote. Yes, further right. remote. You're Tyler, right. are you drinking Laptop out of your uh, your D three collectible cup or whatever? <laughs> I not. I should be. I should have poured that out. Although I don't think that you can clear off uh, twenty years of basement dust. Yikes! Uh, but I will but be. Just... <laughs> I will be posting that. You can see that on our social media. I oh, okay, great, great. In yes, parents, in my parents' house. Uh, are I believe I actually mentioned on the episode the Little Caesars promotional D two cups, oh, D2. Uh, which we still have for some reason. <laughs> and the one that you have only features the girl players, which is even like yeah. more odd, <laughs> yeah. but cool. Pretty exciting. The Wildcat, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into the brand new series, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Hey, don't forget sunscreen. You know we play indoors, right? That's what SPF 15 is for. Come on, let's go. We're late. The Ducks are a powerhouse organization. The record 10 state championships. A little different than the Ducks of the 90s. I gotta cut you. I mean, at this stage, if you can't be great at hockey, don't bother. Don't bother? Mom, please. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports for fun? Stephanie, you brought two private trainers to your kids' hockey practice. Oh, I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. <sighs> okay. We are out of here. The ducks don't get to take hockey away from you. Stories without a few letdowns are boring. I want you to think about all the other kids who've been told that they're too small or too slow. They just want to get out there and play. Freaks. Is he doing a trick? Let's start our own team. <laughs> that song is so ridiculous. 
It really is. <laughs> Stories are boring. Oh, god. oh yeah. Uh, oh my god. Um. So yeah, we we retreated this week to a forty-two minute long premiere episode of Mighty mm-hmm. Ducks Game Changers. Um, I think it's going to be a ten episode series for uh for Disney Plus here. And uh, so yeah, we just got a little bit of an intro here. Um, but uh, do you want to? Anyone want to start us off? I think it's pretty interesting how the uh, ducks themselves have been positioned in this uh, in this series at the moment. Yeah, well, so uh, the Falcon gave away Captain America's shield, and so <laughs> as we all know, <laughs> you either <laughs> you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the Hawks. <laughs> that's right. right. That's, as the old saying goes, that's perfect. That's why we. That's that's why Gordon Bombay left like the Dark Knight in D three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm finished here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the Ducks. Uh. They they apparently have a uh, junior. What do they call it? Uh. Like a junior league or something. A junior team. Something like that. Yeah. But the team ages division. up somehow. <laughs> like the, all ages at up once. The kids. Yeah. yeah. All at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were in the like nine to 12 year old range. And then suddenly now they're going to be in the 12 to 14. And <laughs> there's a, there's a hilarious moment later in the, in the episode where they're like, now that you're 12 to 14, you can beat the shit out of other kids. And it's encouraged. <laughs> comes the pain train, you fucking and there's like a montage. Yeah. There's like a montage of like, here's all the different hits you can do on people. <laughs> <laughs> side punch fun punch but yeah i mean at this point you know the ducks succeeding and growing as they have there probably is like you know a two a four-year-old team a peewee yeah. team uh this junior and then the high school one or something but yeah it's just yeah. like it's weird that it was all yeah, at was- once instead of like this is tryouts for the nine to twelve you know with the yeah yeah which anyway. maybe it was maybe it, yeah you're right there's it's probably a club team where there's a there's a youth one and then there's junior and so it was like but they, yeah it was confusing that it wasn't this new douchebag coach who is kind of awesome actually like i loved how they, they they made him like so casually evil and douchey. <laughs> yeah. are we just like so old now or does he look really young he looked like he we're was old. probably yeah we're old, but he did look so like he's he probably was like the same his... age that Bombay was back in the first movie. Yeah, 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 yeah probably. He looks so young. He looked like he was like in his yeah. He's 20s. probably twenty something. Like yeah, I mean a lot of those coaches are pretty young. But yeah, he is totally a douchebag in this. Uh, but also not like overly mean, just kind of like casually like yeah whatever. I mean if you suck at hockey, then what's the point? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like you should, this doesn't make sense for you to be here. Don't bother. Like hockey is really expensive. Like I don't, it's probably a waste of money. Yeah. I mean, he, the th- the sad thing is he ain't wrong, right, but yeah. like, yeah. It, it, you know, it's just like the coach, coach Orion. It's like, you know, he's not really saying anything that bad. It's just uh, like typical sports villain stuff, you know, like yep, totally. He could have. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he could have, Kicked it the so we're talking about uh, the character the kid's character uh, played by Brady Noon I believe the kid is the main kid his name is Evan Morrow and like the thrust of this is that he gets kicked off of this junior 
uh, Mighty Ducks team. And I think that the coach probably could have done it in a different way <laughs> that wasn't so douchey <laughs> and just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man, you suck, so bye. <laughs> he could have been nicer about yeah. it, I guess. Yeah, he could have been like, yeah, well, maybe try your high school team. Like, you don't need to do the the full extracurricular, you know, club right. team. You know, there's other places for you to play. Uh, but no, he was just like, well, then just quit forever. Go do well, and he, no. he even tried to say, like, you know, why don't you go find something that you are really, really good at? And they were like, no. So, I mean, you know, I, it, this this just comes down to like a what, what's your mentality? Well, I, we're going to talk about the money issue, but yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Why stay in something that you're not good at is sort of like the question that yeah. we'll probably think about all season long <laughs> here. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at the start here, I do like that, uh, you know, I kind of, I had watched the trailer, I guess, but I didn't really internalize it and think about what, what, uh, was going on in the show. I just kind of watched it once and I was like, oh, cool. Um, but I think it's interesting that they've positioned the ducks as kind of like the bad guys in this one. And they're not, yeah, the setup is different. It's not like, oh, the ducks need to, you know, come back and do something. It's like, oh, now this ragtag group of kids are going up against the ducks and the ducks are like the quote unquote bad guys in this in this uh, in this uh, series, which I think is an interesting way to go about it. For sure. But as I uh, predicted or wished at the end of D3, our good old friend Gordon Bombay has fallen off the kids in hockey wagon and maybe the drinking wagon we haven't seen yet but uh, <laughs> he uh, he now once again hates kids and hates hockey yep hates kids hates hockey probably still loves driving on driving limos up on the ice <laughs> i know i i kind of love that he's reverted back to his like asshole ways in this and just like <laughs> being a jerk and like like taking people down for no reason. Um, it is interesting of like how much that it is just like, it's like his brain's been completely erased. But like one of the first shots is the Hendrix hockey arena. Right. Which is where that the was literally play. the first shot. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. The fact that anybody yeah. <laughs> paid enough attention <laughs> to that detail. I was like, Oh, we're, we're set. Yep. <laughs> My brother right spotter like, right here. Who hasn't been watching it. He was like, Oh, like that was like the Swedish dudes company right and i'm like no <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> maybe well what was the guy's name mr tibbles or mr something like that or <laughs> mr yeah i was like it was something like mr that. tibbles i think that was yeah maybe that was right <laughs> something like that anyway <laughs> mr tibbles yeah um yeah gordon bombay is back emilio estevez and yeah he he now uh he owns a place called the ice palace where um I mean, he hates hockey, but there's still an ice rink that he's I mean, running. I thought it was yeah. the old shop that Hans and Jan owned. Wasn't that also the Ice Palace? And it looked like that, but then it didn't have a hockey rink. Or it I, didn't have ice. Yeah. It didn't have a hockey does. rink. It might. I yeah. couldn't remember I mean, if it was the same it, place. Uh, yeah. It's also apparently unlisted because she called. Oh, there's a scene where there's a montage where she calls every ice skating rink in the city and gets denied. And then she's just wandering around in, like in a warehouse district and it's like, Oh, what's this? A hockey ring? They didn't bo- they didn't bother to set it up on Google Places. <laughs> yeah. Google I, my business. Classic Gordon. Classic Gordon Bombay. It yeah. does it does seem like this series will uh really truly be about Gordon Bombay's slow transformation into Hans by the end of the <laughs> yes, <laughs> by the true. end of the series. <laughs> Where he'll he'll split by mitosis and then Jan G- Gordon and Gordon <laughs> will exist. There must always be two. It's It'll be Highlander, like in uh, uh, Minnesota uh, 
hockey surprise. Yeah, it'll be like an annihilation where there's like a <laughs> there's like a weird. No, they gotta get Charlie Sheen <laughs> to come. <laughs> yes. He's got to play evil Gordon Bombay, who is already pretty evil. So, yeah. <laughs> but I like that. Also, when we first meet. Uh, re-meet Gordon. He is continuously eating a stale cake. Yes. Literally being a cake eater, which normally yes. that was like, you're rich, you're white, you're a fancy cake eater, but now it's like gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's basically like like it's the abandoned cake from a birthday party that we don't even see there anymore. Gordon's just like, ooh, free cake. He was like, also, yeah, there's a lot is, of good jokes. How long is it like? There? <laughs> It really is. Because it was like a Wreck-It Ralph cake, and he was like, oh, it's hard on the outside, soft on the inside, just like Ralph. <laughs> Much like just Ralph like himself. Ralph, yeah. <laughs> it's like, would Gordon Bombay even know that? Like, <laughs> he hates kids so much. That's he's true. He's like still keeping his subscription to Disney+. Plus. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, he's just like, he's like, you know, I hate kids, but I love me some John C. Riley. so. <laughs> true, true. Fair enough. The, the, the eating cake, the cake eating thing, like, it's got to be just like a setup for a joke future episode where or someone calls him, yeah, like he's the cake eater now, or whatever. I mean, it maybe it maybe just have been <laughs> that the cake eater now. Like the Look visual gag for people who know may have just been that. Yeah, yeah. honestly, because it's not like it, well, it's funny because it's not like just one scene where he eats no. the cake. He's later, like days <laughs> later, eating another cake. Like he does it like three times, so it's like a thing he does, I guess. Uh, this is probably a good enough time to mention that. Uh, Writing credit for at least partial credit for this is Stephen Brill, the series creator, mm-hmm. uh, recent director of Hubie Halloween and Adam Sadler Powell, uh, but who is, you know, involved enough in this where I think that's where a lot of these callbacks are coming from. Yeah, for sure. It's great. It's great that he's he he uh, is working on this show and like bringing mm-hmm. you, you do really get the like everything that's happening in the show. You're like, oh, I can see that this is that kid and that's this kid. And it's, I mean, if you've watched, the I mean, movies, they found really a obvious. pretty phenomenal Goldberg. Yes. Uh, proxy. That kid is awesome. You know, <laughs> Tyler, don't you love those video games where you can just look up people's names? <laughs> their, <laughs> their full actual names yeah. and hunt yeah. them down and be like, you killed me in this game. I'm going to get you. Yeah. 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 Me as uh, as a citizen. No, but if I was an NSA agent, <laughs> Love it. That was the oh, only thing. That was the only thing so that I was like, you can't do that unless you send them a r- real name request. It's <laughs> not going to say his full name in the game. That's fucked up. So another callback, <laughs> and then we should probably talk about this character too. But um, the the main mom character is Lauren Graham, and she is a paralegal at the Duckworth uh, firm mm-hmm. or whatever, which still exists, I guess. That's right. I actually totally missed that it was the Duckworth firm until the end when like someone's credited. Oh, I missed that completely. Me too. I I didn't know. I don't think they said it. Honestly, I think it was just in the credits. The guy was credited as so and so Duckworth or whatever, and so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that too. And was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and she, you know. I, I'm sure that she is of appropriate age. I didn't look it up, but the fact that we've already seen her have a high school daughter that all the way went into being an adult in Gilmore Girls, the fact that she has like a 12 year old son now, I was like, damn, okay. Like, I mean, whatever. Maybe she, who knows? Like, the whole thing in Gilmore Girls, I think, was that she was a teen mom. Anyway, oh, okay, but, yeah. um, but still, yeah, I was like, well, does this match up? Is she going to be like age appropriate for Emilio by the end of the season here? But uh, probably. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I was like, are they going to, yeah. 
she specifically mentions like that he doesn't have a dad, right? <laughs> she says that at one point, yes. and I was like, oh god, here we go, Jesus Christ. Does, does Gordon Bombay need a love like, interest? The romances in these movies are like they, they never pay off. Like it's not like Gordon actually starts dating any of these women, except for the Icelandic coach. Yeah, he says he's going to date them, but then the next movie they're did, not even he in. He did it. try to move into the imaginary ice palace with Charlie's mom in that first film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then she got married to somebody else, and then apparently that ended. <laughs> She's yeah, back. And then in the she last stayed one. friends to continue to raise Charlie with Gordon Bombay for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it, like the show is going to flex in there. It's like, yeah. And then Joshua Jackson, he just went off and like he quit hockey to become like went to this place called Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I think we're also uh, leaving out the thing that I was most excited about in this film. Or sorry, this this uh, first episode is that there's a whole podcast in this TV show. Yes, there is. And it's like a yeah. main, I don't know if it's going to continue to be a thing because now that kid's on the hockey team, I guess, but um, it was like a big chunk of the episode where they're uh, one of the main kids and uh, what, what, are the, what are their names here? Uh, Nick Gaines and uh, who's the other one? Stephanie, is it? I don't remember. Um, they they have a podcast called The Wraparound where they, uh, <laughs> where they talk about the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, look at they got the little setup, the recording." And uh, I mean, never has fun. a has a quote from one of these movies been truer to our lives than "I won't be much of a physical asset. I have more of a podcast body." Oh yeah, I, I got it right here. I got it oh, right got here it? for okay. everyone to hear this kid. No, I agree. I would not be an asset physically. I have more of a podcast body. <laughs> Don't we all, kid? Don't we all? Yeah, I was like, all. I feel seen by this TV show. <laughs> I mean, the Mighty Ducks gets point out me. As well, the, the kids in this are very good. They're great. They're all real kids. Yeah. I mean, they're all real kids, yeah. but they are all kid actors. Like you're not picking up kids off the rink in Minnesota and shoving them in, yeah. you know, for a couple movies anymore. Totally. Like these are all, you know, cast, and they've probably already been in 85 commercials by now, and they know what's up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is a, there is a big cast of kids. We've got, uh, Evan Morrow, uh, who we already talked about the main kid who gets kicked off the ducks. We've got Nick Gaines, Sophie, Stephanie, Koob, Lauren, Maya, Logan, Sam. Do you remember any of those people? Probably not. So <laughs> yeah, let me tell episode. you in regular the terms, Koob. we got main white kid podcast, white kid, formerly <laughs> popular white girl, <laughs> nerdy white yep. girl. Goldberg yep. video game and uh, the black kid on a skateboard. Yeah. That's the team. The kid who, well, there's, uh, there's a, what about, what about the bank's proxy who actually can't skate? So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Canada, Canada kid. <laughs> yeah. Canada that was kid. a great gag. That was really funny. That was an amazing. Gag. That's also <laughs> what I look like. Anytime I've tried to ice skate exactly <laughs> like that. That was great. Yeah, and the podcast kid has a great line. Like, is he is he doing a trick? It's way too perfect. A kid's moving in across the street. He's decked out in like Toronto maple leaves. He's got $900 skates and they're like, oh my God, this is our dream come true. And it turns out that he just has all the stuff and none of the, yep. the, the right stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, another that thing in sports episode, nowadays. Yep. I also love the, um, you've got the kid, uh, the kid at the school who, um, 
is teaching all the children watching this show that uh, if someone dares you to do something, you have to do it. What a great message I mean, to be that's, telling that's people. That's the entire premise. Like the Back to the Future movies would not work if Marty McFly we did not go into a blind rage if somebody called him chicken. So, you know, it's a <laughs> good life true. lesson. <laughs> Just remember, kids, if someone dares you, you have to do it no matter what it is. No matter what it is. I thought originally when the first time we see him, he's like, you know, on a skateboard or something and he can't stop. And I was like, ah, this is the kid who can't stop when he skates. That's his, that's his thing. Just like the, just like the guy from Miami. Can't stop kid. (laughs) Can't stop kid. The can't stop kid. But, um, yeah. So it turns out that, uh, you know, they're about to start the season with this new, like 12 to 14 year old mini league or whatever. And apparently (laughs) (laughs) all you need to have a team is, what is it? Five, six players and a coach and a coach, six players and a coach. And so we spend most of the episode with our main characters trying to pull together a team. That's right. um, And dealing with all of that. And And uh, they do. They do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, obviously they do. (laughs) By the end of it, they've got a team. (laughs) And uh, just like just like every single Mighty Ducks movie, someone joins at the last second, and this time it's an entire team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, like the, the. Oh, I was gonna say there is seeds planted for like in the future, like his little old friend who is overworked and not into it anymore, and she might join. I think towards the end of the season yeah. or something like that, but yeah. she probably will. I like how they're they they say that they like the people the kids on this uh, you know junior league team are so intense that they even get like stress injuries in their legs and stuff. <laughs> uh, I was super happy that they went with like the the goalie kid has like ridiculous insane reflexes, and I was happy that they went with the angle of him being hilariously good. Than just like oh yeah he's kind of bad and farts a lot yeah which is what exactly we first three movies <laughs> I did like his introduction scene is so great too like when they're asking him to do the hockey and he's like he's like, he's like you mean upstairs I'd have to go upstairs <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't want to that's all of us right now yeah. like yeah, outside pants? with no. pants yeah <laughs> and I love that like in order to prove that he's good they're just like. We're just going to start throwing shit at him. <laughs> yeah, I loved when the podcast kid was about to throw a hammer at him. And the other kid was like, no, no, no too far. Because it reminded me, of course, far. of if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the, I, I appreciate that it's trying to get wacky uh, in in fun ways and not in rollerblading montage ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're only episode one here, okay? They could, and it's how many episodes? Yes, there's still there's still plenty of time for the kids to transform into a fully grown stunt performer <laughs> for a single jump, and then cut back to a tiny child. It's uh, it's ten episodes, ten episodes. So, I mean, we got ten episodes. They have to like be ready with because that's already going to be more hours than all of the movies put together by the yeah. time this is over. So, mm-hmm. you know, they gotta like space it out and have make sure they have enough material so that it's funny, and that's why there is more like pop culture jokes and like little quips and asides and stuff like that man justin you got my imagination racing i just cannot wait for episode nine when charlie sheen and gordon bombay fight over a grenade in a lighthouse 
<laughs> Hans, no! The ghost of Hans. Hans no! I, let's let's hope that there's a uh, let's hope that there's a, like a um, a Christmas Carol episode where Gordon Bombay is haunted by the ghost of Hans. <laughs> And that's what no, but in the, in the movie universe, he's dead. So that's right. He can play the, yes, the guy can play the ghost. ghost, Okay. Well, Tyler took it the other way. Like, no, 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 no. I knew what you meant. The guy can Um, play the ghost. And then like Hans can teach. (laughs) Hans has to come back and teach Gordon to love hockey again by showing him in like a, uh, a future where hockey doesn't exist or something. By the way, I love how Gordon has a framed picture of himself in his Minnesota Waves outfit yeah. in his office, but no pictures of the Ducks or any of those accomplishments. I do like how he acknowledges, like, you know, he's like, uh, no, you know, maybe I started too late or just wasn't that good. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we said, man. You were, you looked like you were like 45 years old going to play minor league hockey. <laughs> On a fake team. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I mean, um, it, uh, do you think, I think this film, uh, this show was shot partially during COVID, so I don't think there is yeah. a, I, I don't know if we're going to get that uh, Mall of America sequence that we're hoping for. <laughs> the one where like every public like chamber of commerce was just like mighty ducks. <laughs> yeah. Now we have to spend hundreds of dollars on no rollerblading signs everywhere. I'm also like unclear if it takes, if it's shot in Minnesota. I don't think so, but it takes place in Minnesota still, but I don't know. Yeah. And I do hope that we pick up some more team members because we still need like a, a a bash brother type kid. And we need, of course, we need, of course, of course, the perennial figure skater. Who's going to play hockey now. Well, I think that's Lauren Graham. Apparently. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> yeah it's like she did all that sort of singing and dancing on zoe and now she's like yeah i can do this <laughs> well speaking of speaking of stunt doubles there was your thing right there on the, the the final scene i thought that yeah the very end of this episode was like what that's how it ends like okay just you know where it just ends with her like yay i did the skating and they're like wow cool and then that was the end of the episode <laughs> Well, it yeah, really seems like he's going to focus a lot on the parents, but I'm hoping that that was they just um, front loaded that in the trailer to like get people in. But that I'm hoping it'll eventually end up focusing a lot more on the kids and being about them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a nostalgia grab too, though. I'm sure right. that it's a lot of uh, a lot of the people are going to be watching it are going to be burnt out parents. So <laughs> she might be our main character. I mean, I wasn't and uh, cake eater Gordon Bombay. Yeah, I guess I was kind of expecting. Gordon to be the coach and he probably will be by the end or something, but I, I I wasn't expecting her to be like, Lauren Graham's going to be the coach. (laughs) There'll be trash on the ice in no time, but literal trash is what I mean. (laughs) I mean, the, the moment at the, the figure skating thing at the end was kind of goofy, but I did like the, the start of it when she's on the ice and, and she's like, he starts playing that Whitney Houston song and, uh, She's like, I don't remember it. I, I don't think I could do it. And he's like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure you do. And then she just is like, da-da. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it was interesting to me as Stephen Brell being from so much of the Happy uh, Happy Madison universe. I did have a Strangers Listen to Endless Love in the Dark uh, vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I think I, I like Gordon's performance in this. Uh, Emilio's, uh, yeah, Gordon, Gordon's. Performance. Yeah, he's good. He's being yeah. he's being good and like just like giving people shit for fun and. But he doesn't. He, he doesn't seem. Yeah, he doesn't seem mean. He's just kind of like. I also like that Over he was. It. I also like that he was like instantly swayed by money. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, no, I think we can do this. Yeah, sure. So I like money. Speaking of money. Okay, and I, maybe I, I'm sure this will be explored more in the upcoming episodes, and I don't want to be like, you know, a uh, wet blanket here, but like the fact that she gets the ice time from like a mysterious, unused like grant from the government, you City know, surplus, and like she says, yeah, <laughs> they don't have to deal with any of like the facts, and maybe they will, and they'll have to be selling candy bars or whatever, but you would need so much money. For, for that, you know, and the fact that it, they yeah. just kind of hand wave it away with this grant is like annoying because I'm guessing that is the main hurdle for most kids that may or may not want yeah. to play hockey or be good enough at hockey or the parents don't let them or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm guessing that money like nine times out of ten is the real issue and not mm-hmm. so much. Oh, this kid's not good enough. The, the one thing that I will say about that is that the NHL and I think more so individual teams and cities where there are hockey teams do a lot of community outreach do a lot of community skate you know uh uh times and like even here in las vegas where they just got a a hockey team you know a few years ago they just moved a minor league team into henderson which is basically a suburb and they're doing a ton of stuff of getting youth kids out you know giving them the equipment to skate giving them the ability to skate but it's a lot of those professional teams subsidizing that and i get why they're not doing that in the show but i think that that's the only way that it happens is that it's pr stuff for these you know professional clubs and they offer up a lot of ice time a lot of equipment and things like that and it's it's really cool if you want to get into it um, but it is completely subsidized by right, you know, and the fact that this takes place in Minnesota is the only reason she even had eight rinks to call in the first place. Like, <laughs> right, and then they were all full. <laughs> like, and you know, and the, only it, reason, the only reason why there could be a grant, like, of yeah, there's just Minnesota hockey money, like, money that, just probably. sitting around. You know, like, uh, there's no, that's not a thing. That and Minnesota if there hockey is, money. it would be hopefully income based. You know, for people that really, yeah. really, really need it. I mean, I'm I know right. she's a single mom paralegal, but that's that look like a pretty nice single family home to me, you know, like, yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, maybe they'll get more into it. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but like, yeah, other than live horses, like hockey is the most expensive sport that your kid could possibly want to get into. And the, I understand that the show's like tackling bigger issues that apply to all sports, like this elitist thing and this, you know, overworking yeah. the kids and are they having fun and do, do, do they need to have a future and whatnot, but to kind of ignore the money issue to get to those bigger lessons might end up being like kind of problematic. We'll, we'll see how yeah. it goes throughout the season. My, yeah. My guess would be that they don't address that, but right. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. So what was uh what was all your guys' youth sports? Let's ignore band. Band aside doesn't count. And let's talk about like youth youth sports. What did you guys do? How far did you get? I played some soccer yeah. and uh little league baseball. I did youth soccer, little league baseball, and then I was on swim team in high school. Oh man. Oh, I, I did, did some like- swim team too, yeah. I think I did like all of them trying my, my parents are trying to find something. I oh, I play basketball at, too. But, yeah. I played youth yeah. basketball. Oh, basketball I played yeah, little yeah. league. I played, 
soccer. Um, my brother was super into club baseball. So like he had the high school team and then had his, you know, off the year long club team that was independent, kind of like the ducks. They were the coyotes um, and lots of traveling, lots of tournaments, really expensive, um, right. you know, just to be involved in those clubs. But there was a big, uh, I have a bunch of friends that were in club soccer as well. Um, not, not my cup of tea, but yeah, those club sports are a huge deal and wildly expensive. I did. Yeah. I mean, I never got to that like level. I'm just talking about more like the community ones. Like, yeah. did you yeah. have JUSA or JUSA or whatever? That was a soccer thing. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. There was the NJB for basketball. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I did basketball twice, soccer twice, and softball only once because. God, I was so awful at softball. Like the other ones, <laughs> I could at least like get away with like running around and at least blocking people because I was probably like bigger than most of the other girls by a bit. So, but softball was just like hideous. Like I, <laughs> I wanted to quit in the middle of the season. And my mom always is like, you signed up, you got to do the whole season. You're doing the whole year, whether you like it or not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I was so bad. I probably didn't even qualify for most improved because they're like, <laughs> Like I didn't go anywhere, you know. You like, just didn't. Im- you didn't improve. At round table pizza at the end of the season, it was just like, "Thanks for coming. Please, God, don't sign up again." <laughs> so I have this this funny thing that came out in youth sports that I'm probably left handed, but uh, right handedness was just drilled into me. So like, I'm kind of like shittily ambidextrous, right? <laughs> yep. um, but when I was playing little league one season, I had broken my collarbone on the right hand side and I still kind of played cash and whatever. And I got better <laughs> because I started using my left hand. <laughs> and so I got a most improved after breaking a bone and using my off hand. Oh my God. Which shows you how bad I was before. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I was in I was in Little League, uh, you know, while it was like t-ball and everything, and uh, and uh, literally the first game that I played in where it was um, the kids pitching the ball, first time up to bat. Oh, first too. time up to bat, I got hit in the head with the ball from the pitcher kid, and I was like, nope, done, and that was I, I quit immediately. <laughs> I quit, never I quit, went like, back. When we were, moving, we were moving from pitching machines to kids, I was like, nope, do not trust kids. Yep. Oh, nope, we had the coach. Back. The coach would. So the kid, the girl would get three like pitches or something. And then the, a coach would come out at your own coach and pitch to you for your, <laughs> for the last <laughs> shot or whatever. It was so embarrassing whenever they had, the coach came out. I was like, no. Oh, no. Everyone's like, you suck. <laughs> I do. Sure. At least, I at do least that's remember. what I heard them saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that I had a youth side soccer team that uh my mom ended up co- coaching with somebody from the neighborhood Aww. and at the time street sharks uh oh. were were the, the the fun thing at the time so i got to help name the team and we were uh like there's one, i think one of the street sharks was named slamu <laughs> <laughs> and so our team name was the big i think it was, it was supposed to be slamu it was named after a street shark but then on the thing it actually came out as big slammers and so I think that it was somehow a Street Sharks Pogs reference for a youth soccer team. Okay, wait, okay, so we got to talk about names. So the yeah. name of the team in this show ends up being the Don't Bothers, right? After the, they name so, themselves so after the speech and the. Yeah. the I don't know, like TikTok. that. I don't like that, but okay. I don't really like it either. But okay, what? 
like, okay, so sometimes in youth sports, the teams are just named after real teams, right? Like my brother was on the yeah. Minnesota Twins T-ball, even, you know, we live in. Plus I was on the Phillies and the White Sox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, but then, you know, for some reason, like the girl teams, God forbid you name yourself after male professional sports teams. So they had to come up with like ridiculous, just stupid names. Sure. And I can't even remember most of them. I think one was like the yellow stingers or something because it was bee, bumblebee colors. But the most ridiculous one is my first year of soccer. We're pink. So like baby pink uh, soccer jerseys and stuff. And somebody who thought themselves good at wordplay came up with the brilliant idea to name our team Pure Pressure. P-U-R-E Pressure. Okay. Uh, which doesn't make sense because it's like not anything you can cheer for or have a mascot (laughs) or any sort of anything theme. And also it's a play on words of something that is bad. (laughs) Peer pressure is bad. Like you should not be (laughs) naming yourself after peer pressure. Like even if it's a play on words to say that your team is so badass, you're pure pressure. That is I'm also so like... excited for the follow-up to this point that I can now offer because <laughs> in the 1994 Super Nintendo video game based off the 7-Up mascot, <laughs> where you played as a 7-Up mascot, cool spot, there was a beach-themed level uh, that was the pun named Peer Pressure, but Peer as in the beer, and it was also... A negative. It was a really hard level, and like <laughs> lots of stuff tried to attack you. But that is the the good version of the pun that they were trying to make. You can't do it as a positive sports team. You can do it as a negative wordplay. Yeah, Thank and all you, the parents were like, the seven "Let's go, <laughs> pressures! Like, go pure pressure!" Put on it the pressure. Only makes sense Put if you were the if you were if you were sponsored by a tire company. Yeah, it was like it's gauge the tire gauge <laughs> a pure pressure tire rotation. <laughs> yeah, like that would make sense, but oh god. I mean, apologies. I'm sure that mom is not listening to this podcast right now, but your idea was <laughs> real dumb. I'm you, sorry. You just like, created just an threw enemy. threw a martini glass against the wall. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. It was real bad. And people made fun of it a lot. Like, we heard other teams like, what the hell is that? Because we had the banner Your made out of felt with everybody's name Your on it. And we couldn't have a little animal or anything. It was literally just a felt soccer ball and, like, everybody's <laughs> names, you know? Like... Your your coach was just using a pressure washer in the uh, parking lot to <laughs> I wash guess, parents' yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, hopefully, hopefully they've changed this by now. But yeah, it was like the girls' names couldn't be anything that like a real male team would have been named after for some reason. I doubt that was like a mandate, but it was just like it, they all had to be these like abstract concepts or that's terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Know. We're a compound interest. Yeah. So you guys didn't have any stupid name teams. They were all just real teams. Not that I can remember. I, I, I believe I already told my street sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than that, <laughs> and also that was your own fault. It wasn't thrust upon you by some white suburban mom in placentia. Okay. Right. No, I don't remember any uh, of the team names. Honestly, I think I was I on the. I think I was on the Mets podcast. 
but just for the audio reaction, I can tell you that oh, I am in my childhood room, which means that the street sharks are here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, snap. Goodness so gracious. The... <laughs> that what thing's are... as big as your the... face. Those, oh, dude, yeah, they were, they're kind of awesome. Toys I didn't used really to be know what cool. they are. I just heard of them. <laughs> wow. Action figures um, used to be cool. Yeah. Goodness. Wow. So street sharks. That's funny that you just, it was just like right in a box right behind you. Yeah. You didn't even have to go over <laughs> well, it. Like, like every, like every child's room that, you know, it's like, they've just moved a bunch of storage. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, well, what else do we have to say about this episode? I mean, yeah, there's not even like, I'm assuming you're not, Ela is not even doing like a child star check-in because like what else is there like no this was filmed like yesterday <laughs> they, did this, they did this show I originally was like man there's so many kids in this Ela's isn't gonna have to oh no, wait never mind anything. it's, it's I was a like, new I'm not even gonna look up any of these it's kids, a new like, show yeah Ugh. none of the kids have died uh, since the premiere oh god I hope not jeez <laughs> that's horrible Justin well I'm sorry sometimes they do okay it has come out that at least three of them are white supremacists <laughs> <laughs> as of, <laughs> As of this recording. Yeah, how many of these how many of these kids are gonna get milkshake duck before the end of this? Oh god. <laughs> the embargo on horrible news about the the kids has dropped. Yeah. Yeah, but that being said, I do wish the team was a little more uh diverse and maybe they'll they will get there. We'll see. I hope so. so. Yeah, I mean the, but yeah, over oh go ahead. I was gonna say I think one of the good things that could come from this being a TV show is that we might actually like all of the kids on the team might get to actually be full characters right. <laughs> instead of being like, Oh yeah, the girl one that we don't remember like what her story was, or she had no story. She just was a yeah, figure skater. Or her whatever. story was she had a boyfriend the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Three no, movies. Was like, it's like, <laughs> that was this, it. Kid, this kid's Jewish, but we're not going to call attention to that. But like, that's his character. That's kind of it. He's Averman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm I'm hoping that we get to like you know kind of dive into their stories a bit more uh, throughout the ten episodes. Yeah. I'm also interested a little bit in the default kind of um, thing that the girls who came onto the team both said that they had like repressed rage that they wanted to get out, and they see hockey as the um, sure. solution to that. Because, okay, yes, maybe, but isn't it usually like a child psychologist or a parent or a, a you know, therapist suggesting that and the kid not straight up saying, I have rage and I'm going to play hockey or, <laughs> or karate or whatever it is, you know, like, uh, so they, they're very, uh, I guess kids now are really self-aware, but hopefully they, uh, you know get to the bottom of what's causing that rage in in ways. I mean, I, yeah, I hope that she cross-checks someone and just yells, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I do, uh, yeah, I still, I just love that that moment when they, they announced that you can beat up the kids in the league. That was just so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, just like, what is this? It's like the Purge announcement where it's just like, oh, oh no. you can now, now check now the okay. other players. It's now legal. Yeah. Because it's like you can literally murder fellow children. On yeah. The ice. And the, the announcer is like, and it's encouraged. So it's like, fuck, okay. Jesus. That was really funny. Um, well, I actually want to recut that. I mean, we should do, do that. Do the purge video <laughs> over that, yeah. or at least put the sound, the that would, siren. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Um, well, Tyler, do you have a rating system for us? 
Uh, oh, I mean, this one is just so obvious. How many day-old cakes would you give <laughs> Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Episode one. Yeah, we haven't gotten very far, but um, I mean, I think it's off to a good start. I'm going to give it like, uh, let's give it six and uh, maybe I'll re- revisit uh, once. You know, it's hard yeah. because it's just the one episode. It's only 42 minutes. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Um but I think, uh, like I said, uh, I think it's interesting that the ducks are set up as kind of like the the bad guys in this, and so that's a new dynamic that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see Gordon Bombay back, and I know that you know I haven't read who it is or whatever, but I know there was like a big Entertainment Weekly or whatever announcement about uh, other characters coming back. So I'm interested to see if that's spread out throughout the series or just one episode or what, but. Yeah, I think I think it does a good job setting up the ducks. I I enjoy that it's still in the, you know, I guess with I guess with Gordon Bombay coming back, they couldn't have just been like a full reboot. But it's like still continuing the storyline of the of the series and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna uh, continue watching. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I I liked it maybe I guess a little bit more than you then because um, just as a pilot or whatever I probably would give it. Oh, I was gonna say eight. Now you're making me second guess myself. Oh, whatever. I, I'm I'll not- just stay with eight. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm staying with eight. Uh, so you know I like that it is really like a new thing for right now. It's not the same old like it is an underdog story, but it's not like for the same reasons that we're used to. And uh, of course I'm excited to see coach Bombay. I was really excited just for all the little small details that we mentioned, like the Minnesota waves and the Hendrix Hendrix thing, the Duckworth. And I'm sure those things will just continue to pop up, which is super, super fun. And um, I, you know, I thought it was good. It was funny. It was topical pop culture stuff's in there. Um, yeah, I mean, and like, well, Justin, you've been watching more Disney Plus than me, but I think it, all these original shows have had pretty, pretty good quality so far that I've watched. But yeah. then again, yeah, they've, so. they've been good. I mean, there's there hasn't been a ton of uh, just these straight up Disney Plus. I mean, you know, we've got these Marvel ones now that are over over the top crazy, but there hasn't been like a ton of the like scripted original drama type things. Not, not this is drama. Yeah. The, the mid, the mid budget ones, like they have their showcase things, but something like this, I could have seen, you know, falling to falling prey of like, yeah, like they could have just made this fine yeah. and put the name on it. And it probably wouldn't find for the service. I was pleasantly surprised by this as I was watching. I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of good. They found a unique in, in terms of addressing that, you know, kids with burnout and parents trying to deal with club sports and, um, I, I I'm gonna give it seven day old cakes. Uh, I I really enjoyed watching it, and I'm excited to see where the season goes. I think that we saw in the first 42 minutes of this more character development for the actual kids um, than <laughs> any of the other movies. Uh, and you know, part of that's because you have child actors now that can that that are that have the chops for scripts like this. But I think that the writing is endearing. I think that they're putting way more um, stock into the, the little trivia of what's come before. And uh, yeah, I think it's better than it needs to be honestly yeah. for a streaming surface, you know, show of a beloved franchise that as we've gotten back and through that, there's actually not a ton to mine from. 
So yeah, and I mean, unlike uh, I'm not saying that this show is bad because I thought it was actually pretty good. But like, unlike yeah. unlike Stepwater, uh, Stepwater, God, I did it again. Step Damn water. it, <laughs> I did it again. Step up, step up, high water is what I was trying to say. I was like, unlike uh, that show, uh, which I thought was pretty good, but I didn't feel like a hook to like keep watching really. Plus it was yeah. on something I didn't already have, but I like that this one is, you know, tied directly into the series. So I'm like more interested in seeing like what's going to happen with yeah. Gordon Bombay's character. And like, you know, obviously like, like we said, there's other characters coming back. So I think I'm definitely going to like, you know, Friday night, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then I'm going to, yeah. then I'm going to pop open a big bucket of cheese puffs and uh, <laughs> with real cheese, <laughs> made with it's, real yeah. cheese, and watch uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers next episode. Yeah, you got to work on that podcast, buddy. That's right. Oh yeah, Get it going. <laughs> I don't think I'd really be much of an asset, but yeah. That, <laughs> now that we've got said, like a proud term for it that we could just like <laughs> podcast buddy. I know it's, it's said, the new dad you know, bod. I would or like whatever. it if Coach if, if Coach Bombay had a motivational speaker of Tyler Tatum's to come in and be like, "Hey, everybody, it's time for you to step up." <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes. team. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see what his uh, reflective moments are going to be in this series. It's going to be. Gonna I be really fun. hope it's him standing in with rollerblades, hockey gloves, and a stick on the Santa Monica board. Yeah, in those short shorts. <laughs> Those short shorts again. The short shorts. <laughs> As one does. I mean, I'm uh, assuming that he's like probably part of the opioids crisis or something. Oh, no. to, you know, have a, a awakening where he's doing community service again. Oh, no. Did you That's guys awesome. feel like it was weird that they did the flying V at the end? Yes. Yes. That was the other thing. I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really do the flying V. They just skated out. They were like, flying V. Yeah. (laughs) I did also like that the podcasters were like, do you believe the old ducks used to actually quack? (laughs) Lame. No. Um, I do hope that Kate keeps his podcast going, even though he's on the team now. I know. I was wondering how, like, both of them, uh, him and the co-host girl, are both on the team. So I don't know how they're going to keep doing it. But I don't think that's the same girl, is it? I thought it was the same girl. Oh, wasn't it like maybe. the girl who, what did she say? She dresses like, uh, I don't remember what it was. She said, I thought it was two different girls. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. But well, we'll yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it Friday nights because like a freak, I stay up till midnight on Thursday to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh my God. I can't do it. I just wait. I know. I miss I, I my, my Fridays are fraught with, Spoiler dodging all day, but yeah, we couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> until, until your yeah. friend is making Billy Flynn's long halftime walk jokes. To yeah, you he sent that. He sent episode. that to me, and I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, "Wyatt Russell is Billy Flynn." <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Billy Lynn. Billy Lynn. Billy yeah. Flynn. Billy Lynn. Yeah, I think it's like the guy from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh God! All right. Well, you know what? That's gonna bring us to the end, actually, of our uh, Mighty Ducks, uh, you know, franchise here. Yeah. There, there's gonna be more episodes of the show, but I don't think we'll um, we're gonna talk about it. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe someday we'll check in. Yeah, maybe at the end of it or something, yeah, we'll say a, like what we what we thought of the whole thing or something. But that's it for now. Which means that it's time for something new. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but once every like a thousand years or so, I don't know once the exact in a generation, once in a generation. Okay. 
I hear tale of a tournament that happens where all of the world's best fighters are brought together to fight Mortal Kombat. <laughs> nah, you got to say it longer than that, man. Mortal Kombat. Oh my God. Yes. Mortal Kombat is up next for us because there's a brand new movie coming this year. Uh, this April, very soon on HBO max. And, uh, you know, we're, we're like starving for new movies all the time because the theaters are, you know, just barely starting to get open, but we can't even go anyways. Um, cause you know, nobody's, nobody's safe from COVID still. Um, so yeah, we're excited that we can watch this on HBO max, see the new movie, watch the old ones on the way Spend to some it. time with our good friend, Christopher Lambert. That's right. We Lambert! had, we had to bring Lambert him back. back baby. We had to bring him back. Uh, I can't wait to see. Oh, God, I can't. Uh, I can't wait to relive uh, his writing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> After all we've seen of him, to go back to this. Um, but yeah, so next week we'll be kicking it off with the original 1995 Mortal Kombat from Paul Anderson. Paul W. S. Anderson. Um, just Paul Anderson. Just Paul. Just Paul Anderson. <laughs> Um, that's going to be fun. Uh, we hope you guys tune in next week, but before we get there, Elis, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, you should send us an email at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequel rights. And please write review us on Apple podcasts. Give us a, a little message in the review. I'd love, or reach out to us on social media, tweet out these episodes. We'd love for you to share the link for, uh, our mighty decks episodes with your, uh, your ridiculous youth team name. I see if you can top the big slammers or pure pressure. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I told it. that story before. Now I'm starting to feel like I maybe did, but anyway, eh, I don't know. I don't think so. It seemed fresh to me. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week on a creepy dragon boat to outworld for <laughs> mortal Kombat. Looking forward to a great season, everyone. And just to remind you all, the 12 to 14-year-old division is full contact. Roll video. Four checks. Back checks. And hip checks are now allowed. And they are encouraged. This is the real deal. Oh, crap.